Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Honestly, it's getting harder and harder to tell what should be called when. It is mm. Canty and Carlin Little Rain Delay Theater for you. On ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app, we are presented by Progressive Insurance. You can be a part of the program on the Dr. Pepper call-in line at 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. As soon as we've got an update on the start of the Phillies-Braves game, we will let you know. In the meantime, let's talk a little bit more about the NFL and exactly what's going on with this uh, roughing the passer rule. Let Let me just read you Adam Schefter's tweet of about 20 minutes ago, ready? Please do, yeah. A leaked source says today that there, quote, is no backing down on enforcing rules that are in place to protect the health and safety of players, including quarterbacks, who by rule are considered defenseless players when they are in a passing posture. Oh, my God. Through week five, roughing the passer calls were actually down 45%. Compared to a year ago, there were 51 at this time of the season in 2021, 28 this season. Well, Chris, here's the problem. That's fine, okay? What we saw this past weekend was a massive overreaction to the Tua Tungavailoa situation. I get it. But this is not like what we saw with pass interference several years ago after Mm -hmm. the NFC Championship game. Yeah. And then they went to instant replay the next year, and that was a disaster. Yeah. That's not what this is. No. This is easily fixable, in my mind, by making a roughing the passer call reviewable when you have this kind of a situation. Because you had Patrick Mahomes getting tossed around the other night and nothing. Yeah, Denzel Perryman sacked him in the red zone. And then you had the— Similar type of hit to what Grady Jarrett put on Tom Brady or to what— uh, that defensive tackle from the Bengals put on to it. It was the same type of tackle. Yep. And yet you didn't have a penalty for the guy that hit Tua. You didn't have a penalty for Denzel Perriman. So why do we have a penalty for Grady Jarrett? As a defensive lineman, please, the floor is yours. Well, I mean, I appreciate you giving me the floor, but I'm frustrated because we got into this position with the NFL not enforcing its concussion protocol policy. That's why we're where we're at now. This came about because of what happened in Tua – now, we saw what happened in week three, right before halftime, when Matt Milano shoves him to the ground. He bounces his head. There's gross motor instability, and he's wobbly. And all of a sudden, coming out of halftime, he's cleared concussion protocol. Four days later, he takes the field again, right before halftime. It's a different story. He's fencing on the ground. His fingers and arms are frozen stiff. He gets carted off. Scary scene by the NFL. All of a sudden, it's being talked about by Robin Roberts on Good Morning America. This is the NFL's knee-jerk reaction to the optics of that situation. But let's not conflate the two. That has nothing to do with roughing the passer. That has everything to do with the NFL having a systemic failure when it comes to protecting players that should be in concussion protocol. All right? Gross motor instability. That's the wording that they had. They fired the unk from that week three Buffalo Bills game. You know why? 
because he didn't do his damn job, Carlin. Had he done his job, Tua wouldn't have went back in that game, and Tua probably doesn't play on short rest on Thursday night. And we don't have that ugly scene in Thursday night football for week four. But as a result of letting him play, now the NFL has to go through the whole PR spin. we got to come out with a new concussion protocol policy. And also, let's make sure as a result of this policy that our officials have a quick whistle or a quick flag when it comes to anybody that gets near the quarterback because we don't want our new policy knocking out the marquees of our game, which are the quarterbacks. So this is the NFL, because of its own shortcoming, now putting the onus on the defenders to do their jobs for them when in actuality the system was already in place. All they needed to do is have their personnel enforce the policies they already had on the books. I'll give you another one that we didn't even talk about from the other day. What's up? This was a little bit more like flopping. And (laughs) this was from the Chargers-Browns game. Mm -hmm. Chargers had a third down on defense. Oh, yeah, I saw this. Sebastian Joseph Day Mm -hmm. was called for roughing the passer when he barely put two hands on Jacoby Brissett after he got rid of the ball and kind of pulled back. Jacoby Brissett flopped like he was Manu Ginobili. Yeah. And he got the roughing the pass. That was in the red zone, too. Yes. I remember that. They had gotten the stop, but then it's wiped out because of that. Mm -hmm. I mean, so now we're going to start encouraging quarterbacks to flop if they even get anywhere on their bodies. Well, here's the the, the notion that this is the NFL enforcing the rules that it already has in place is, is, is comical, right? Because you're talking about roughing the passer being down 45% and how there were 51 roughing the passer calls through week five last year. You've only got 24 of them this year. Well, Carlin, of that 24, 14 happened in weeks four and five. 14! 14! Yeah. That's a little bit of an overreaction. And that's my point. And so we all know where this is coming from. But what you can't do, Carlin, to defenders is all of a sudden change how you're going to officiate the game how you're going to call the quarterback strike zone, hits on the quarterback without an official rules change. Go back to a decade ago when we had the quarterback strike zone put in place. Remember that? That was as a result of Tom Brady getting hit in his knee by Bernard Pollard. We all understand why it happened. We didn't like it, but we understood it. And the NFL gave us a full offseason to figure out exactly how we're going to tackle quarterbacks. And players were able to adjust over the years. Now you're doing it in the middle of a season, Carlin. With no warning, no heads up, you're just all of a sudden changing it because you don't want quarterbacks getting knocked out of the game based on your new concussion policy, which says if a guy gets up and he's a little woozy, you got to take him out. Well, we can't have that happen with Tom Brady, or we can't have that happen with all these quarterbacks because guess what? If it happens to a position player, it's not on Good Morning America. If it happens to a position player, it's not David Muir on ABC Tonight talking about it. But if it happens to a quarterback... Quarterbacks are the stars. Pat Mahomes, Tom Brady, Josh Allen, you name it, Lamar Jackson. If it happens to one of them, we've got a problem. Chris, so I, that's why we have to have a quick flag when it comes to this. But I don't – it bothers me that the NFL is passing the buck on the responsibility with player safety to the defenders where all they had to do in the first place is enforce the rules that they already – not even the rules, Carlin. Rules is the wrong word. Enforce the concussion policy you already had in place. That's all they had to do. It's such a subjective thing, especially when you have that in your head, that I just, I don't understand why, if you're going to change all that right now, 
you can't look at this and say, all right, we need to make this penalty reviewable. We need to take this. Well, it and, should be. It should be. And we need to take this and treat it like targeting in college football, yeah. where you can look at a play. First of all, they look at every single play in college football, no matter what, in theory. But you can look at a play, throw a flag. If you're calling targeting, you're automatically looking at it. You can review the play after the fact. Even if there wasn't a penalty called, look at it. If you find targeting, drop the flag. It, somebody can buzz down, and then you can drop the flag. Like, to me... That's what you can do here to avoid this, and it's not going to take forever to determine whether or not there's roughing the passer. Well, here's the problem with what they're saying now with the roughing the passer thing, and, and I can appreciate where Adam Schefter is putting out. He's getting that from his sources in the NFL. You're telling me that you're not going to back down on enforcing the rules you already have. That's what you're saying. Show me how to tackle a damn quarterback. Somebody show me the video. The NFL is big on sending officials video, players video about what are the points of emphasis for this year. Show me the damn video on the technique that you want defenders to use when tackling a quarterback. Because you can't tackle a quarterback safer than Grady Jarrett tackled Tom Brady on Sunday. You just can't do it. I've been around this game two decades, at this level, for two decades. You cannot tackle a quarterback safer. So show me... What the hell you want defensive players to do when sacking the quarterback? Canty. Call it at this point, we might as well just put damn flags on them. <laughs> Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio. We're currently in a rain delay for the Braves and Phillies NLDS Game 2. This is the National League Division Series on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Look, he's not going to set the world on fire. (laughs) I'm not going to sit here and try to tell you he's going to you know, oh my throw for 300 a, a week and three touchdowns. Boy, you are a specialist when it comes to giving backhanded compliments. Well, <laughs> he's not. It's Daniel Jones. It's Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio. And on the ESPN app, we are presented by Progressive Insurance. We're here for a little rain delay theater. <sighs> Currently in a rain delay for the Braves and the Phillies NLDS game two. Canty, 
when it comes to Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley, the Giants have some interesting decisions to make. Uh, and I think it's actually a situation where they're going to get made sooner rather than later. Mm-hmm. Now, if you could engage Saquon Barkley on a two- or three-year Nick Chubb-type contract, oh, three-year. Oh, man, do it in a heartbeat. Yes, do absolutely. it in a heartbeat. And when I want to do that, I think for Saquon Barkley, maybe you need to be somewhat realistic about what the situation is. Okay. Do you think that if you're Saquon Barkley and you have a massive year like you did in your rookie year, that you're going to do even better than that considering what running backs get these days and considering what happened with Christian McCaffrey and his similar injury history. Because I don't. Yeah, well, I think Saquon Barkley's looking at that in combination with his draft status. He was the second overall pick. And if you're talking about the Giants contending for a playoff spot and being led by their running game, which they are now, and he leads the NFL in yards from scrimmage, then I can understand why he would want $15, 16000000 million a year. Mm-hmm. I would just say that if you look at the teams that have doled out those contracts, they haven't gotten the return on investment that they thought they would. The team that came closest was the Los Angeles Rams. At least they got a Super Bowl appearance out of Todd Gurley. But, I mean, paying a running back that kind of money, Carlin, just isn't good for business. It isn't good for roster construction. I don't give a damn how good he is. Okay, so if they let him go, I mean, if they if they decide that we're not doing this, is he going to be able to get that somewhere else? I'm not convinced that he will, considering how the league looks at this now. Well, some some team might pay him on a short-term deal for, for big money. Some team might pay him three years, $45 million, and he'll take that and he'll roll with it. Okay, that'll be so, the best that he's offered. But, let's but he's about not this. getting the four or five-year no. deal like Christian McCaffrey got or like Ezekiel Elliott got. He's not getting that. No, that's why the discussion should be had now with the Giants. And if you can talk about something that maybe is a little north of Nick Chubb for three years, I'm all for doing that. But it leaves a bigger problem slash question when it comes to the quarterback. If I have to come down to it here, and this offseason I have decisions to make, I'm not going to franchise Saquon Barkley because I know he's – He's not going to accept it. So mm. That would be my first route, though. If I was the general manager, I would try. Can we agree he's not taking that? Well, he can he cannot take that. But, I mean, how has it worked out for running backs that have played it that way? It didn't necessarily work out for Le'Veon. I mean, I well, he got the money. Le'Veon Bell got the first couple of years yeah. of guaranteed money, but it didn't work out long-term for him. He got two years of that massive deal from the Jets. Well, here's my point. And that point. was the only guaranteed part. And, and, and I already know you're going to hate this. But if Daniel Jones actually plays well enough this year where he's not turning the football over, where he's making some plays for them in the pass and the run game, if he's throwing for 250 and two touchdowns a week and running for 40 yards, I would franchise Daniel Jones for a year before I did with Saquon Barkley. I'm not franchising Daniel Jones. There's no way. The value's not there. You're talking about paying that guy $30 million plus for one season and that hitting your salary cap that year? In 2023, no way. I franchise Saquon Barkley before I franchise Daniel Jones. But we also know how difficult it is to find the guy. And it's not a bad situation to be in if you're going to keep him for one more year 
before you're convinced you can go get the guy somewhere else. We could talk about the draft being something well, that's where you're going to find you. That's, that's, right. where, that's where you're going to find your guy. <clears throat> right, Chris, but how confident are you that you're definitively going to be able to when the hit rate is about 35% over the last Well, 10, your confidence years? comes in your head coach, Brian Dable, and based on what we've seen in a five-game sample size, it's rightfully placed. So if he can do because, this with because, Daniel Jones, he well, can do it with anybody. No question about it. Think about how he's taking Daniel Jones out of situations where you have so many turnover-worthy plays. He's got three on the season through five games, which is more to, more than my liking, but he's cut down drastically on it from what we've seen in his first three years. So that's a three win. fumbles a game at one point. Yeah, th- th- that's my point, though, Carla. Coming into this season, he had 50 total touchdowns to 49 total turnovers. Yep. That, that, that ain't a way to make a living in the National Football League if your team is trying to have sustained success. So I, I'm all about what Brian Dable is doing, and it's clear to me that he's not trying to fit a square peg into a round hole. He assessed the talent on this roster – and he's basically changed his system to fit what his guys do well and keeping them out of situations where their deficiencies can be exposed. Think about what the Giants do. They run the hell out of the football, Carlin. Not only does that accentuate Saquon Barkley, but it protects Daniel Jones and it protects that offensive line because those guys aren't nearly as good going backwards as they are going forward. So that's a part of it. What does Daniel Jones do well? He's a good athlete. Let's get him out on the perimeter. Let's use zone read run game with our quarterback. Let's use some bootlegs. Cut the field in half. Give them two reads. If it's not there, tell them to take off and run the football and throw it away. That's what they're doing. That's how they're having success. They did it against the Chicago Bears. They did it against the Green Bay Packers in London. And this is something that I believe everybody on that offensive side of the ball is buying into. This team finally has some semblance of an identity. And I wasn't able to say that in the Joe Judge era of Giants mm-hmm. football. I couldn't say that with Pat Shermer, and I damn sure couldn't say that with Ben McAfee. Right, well, so I feel good about the coach. So when it comes to identifying who the next quarterback is, I have full trust in Brian Dayball and Joe Shane. Not only are they going to get the right guy, but they're going to develop him properly. And if it costs me future first-round draft picks to get in position to get him because I win so many games this year, then so be it. So you don't, at this point, have any use for Daniel Jones in the future of the Giants? That, that's basically what we're saying. If the Giants, Chris, Listen, let, let's, I, I wouldn't be, let's lay I, out I, I, hold, hold on. Let me, let, me, let me say this. I wouldn't be opposed to transition tagging Daniel Jones. I'd use the transition tag. It's a lesser number. I'm not paying him $30 million a year. The number's probably going to be somewhere in the low 20s. If that's what it is, I'll pay Daniel Jones that on a one-year proposition just to be my bridge. And to still my draft next, somebody? To, and still draft somebody. That will be my bridge to my next quarterback. And that way I don't have to rush the young guy out there. Yeah, that's how I see it with Daniel Jones. That I understand. More. But then that, but then that means that Saquon Barkley could potentially go into free agency unencumbered. That, listen, that I understand more. And with Barkley, I'm sorry, we can look high and low. You can rarely find the running back these days that is worth investing in long term. And we've seen like the one guy that was a couple of years ago was McCaffrey. And frankly considering all the mileage on him from college and the NFL, I don't know if I would have done it then. Here's the one thing I will say, Colin, and this is what scares me to death. The Giants are competitive. They potentially make the playoffs as, you know, the sixth or seventh seed in the NFC, and they think that they're closer to competing for a championship than they actually See, are. See, that's a great that, point. That's what scares – 2016 scares the hell out of me because yep. everybody thought that the Giants – were close to being able to compete for a championship in 2016. Remember, they went to the playoffs. We all know about the whole boat fiasco and getting getting boat raced in Green Bay. 
but they thought they were closer than what they are. They ended up paying Odell Beckham Jr. a bunch of money, a skill position player that comes with a huge reputation. Sound familiar? They ended up thinking that they could stay with the incumbent quarterback even though he was past it, Eli Manning. Angels kind of sounds familiar. Like the whole narrative seems familiar to me, and I just don't want the Giants to be unrealistic when it comes to the window that they have with this core players and trying to finagle that into some core that you're able to have sustained success with. See, I don't think they I, – I wholeheartedly believe – that they are very much in an in-between year yes. with a new coach and a new culture that has energized the guys who are there. But this feels like a situation where they could easily, easily, not anything because of the coach, but because of the talent, take a step back after this season before they take two more steps forward. And that's why well, you know that, what, that's the best argument to me to move on from both of them. Well, you know what happened in 2017. You're yes. talking about them going 3-13. and 13. Yes. So they yes. had the no, second overall pick. This is my point. Yeah. If you decide to move on from those guys, there's less of a chance that you're going to do that because everybody knows what it is. Well, yeah, I don't think the Giants have a lot of foundational pieces that are here. That's the point. I, like, I can I don't think get... of plenty of teams that had that good, a good first year with a new coach and feeling more energized by what they saw as opposed to uh, really being able to see the truth in what their roster was. And that was a team that probably overachieved in a, in their first year. I mean, Carlin, when you're thinking about it, just look at the Giants offense, guys that you think will be here three years from now. Andrew yeah. Thomas, Evan Neal, maybe Daniel Bellinger. Maybe. Well, maybe. I, I mean, w- 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 exactly. Think about yeah. that. Think about who are the guys that are going to be here beyond three years. Leonard Williams? Oh, I'm talking about on offense. But oh, yeah, just defense, on offense? Defense, okay. Leonard Williams, yeah. Dexter Lawrence, yeah. yeah. Xavier McKinney, yeah. yeah. You know, you got guys on the defensive side of the ball. You feel Aziz Ojolari, yeah. Kayvon Thibodeau, yeah. yeah. I mean, those guys will be here. But offensively, you ain't got a ton of no. guys over there. So you got a lot of business that you got to take care of beyond talking about re-signing Daniel Jones or Saquon Barkley. And I think that's what a lot of Giants fans are going to have to come to grips with. Because even though this team is 4-1, and one, they're clearly the third best team in their division. And this is not a core that's going to allow you to have sustained success. It's Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, motorcycle RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. We are Canty and Carlin. We are currently in a rain delay for Braves and Phillies in LDS Game 2. This is the National League Division Series on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. 
from the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. It is a little rain delay theater. We are waiting for an update on the Phillies and the Braves NLDS game two as to when that will start. It is Canty and Carlin. In the meantime, on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app, Canty, this is one of our segments that we just thoroughly enjoy. It is called Respect It or Check It. And it is one each and every week that I simply cannot get enough of. What about you? I love it, Carlin. Love it. Respect it or check it. And that's respect with a K, not a T at the end. Exactly. Yeah. So, without further ado... We play a little respect it or check it. Evan, I can't seem to find the open for it. Where is it? I was trying to stretch right there, and it just didn't work. Yeah, I got to check that. Yeah. I'm not a big fan of that. <laughs> got to check that. Excellent. That we can find. Come on, ball mamba. Oh, <laughs> uh, say it again, Ev. What do we got? Oh, there it is. Respect it. Or check it. With Kent and Carlin. So shall we respect it or check it? Take your head out of your hands, Come okay? on, Ball Mamba. I'm going to need for you to be better, man. Listen, I, I, you know me. I'm going to point the thumb guy, right? Yeah. All these things look the same. Okay, they, so now we're going to blame the technology. We're going to blame the technology now. They, well, no, it's not the technology. They're all kind of The screen? Labeled so it the should same, be color-coded. Color yeah, and, I got you. Just I, We're going to change the labels got on you. these things. Got you. All right, so yes, I'm blaming somebody else. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I was waiting for it. I was waiting for it. We weren't even supposed here's to be Evan. on the on the air this long. I think we should just blame that. Here's here's Evan Wilner with a little respect in her jacket. Good thing I prepared for this. After last night, Yankee fans should trust Garrett Cole in a big spot. Chris Candy, respect it or check it. Man, you know I got to check this, man. After that third inning and loading the bases after giving a solo home run up, I, I, can't, I can't have full confidence that Garrett Cole – is not going to revert back to the guy that we saw in the second half of the season after the All-Star break where he would have that one inning that he ultimately melted down that would cost the team a chance to win a game. So while I'm cautiously optimistic, I just the, – the, the Yankee fan in me has been hurt too many times for me to believe fully in Garrett Cole, so I got to check this. Yeah, I'll check it too. I The Indians uh, – the, the Guardians <laughs> can't hit. They cannot hit. They are not a good offensive team. And I don't respect it, so to speak, because they just – if you can shut down a good offensive team, that's where you get my attention. Not right now. I'm sorry. And it might be rough. Guy went out and did what he was supposed to do. Good for you and your three. million. Let me ask you a quick million. question, sidebar. Worst name change, Guardians or Commanders? Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Guardians. Guardians. <laughs> Guardians. Guardians. Right. Commanders, right. like, commanders I can work with. Yeah. Like, I, I'll get, like, commanders I know I'm going to get there. Yeah. Guardians I don't know that I'm ever going to get there. <laughs> Next. Let's just go with Cleveland. What's up? The Mariners are done. Respect it or check it. Oh, I respect Carlin. it. Good night. Respect it. Good night. Respect it. It's Tag over. the toes, zip the bag. Yeah, anytime you blow a lead like that, there's no shot that you got to coming back. I don't care what Scott Service has to say. And you know, Chris, let's talk about this for one sec. What's up? When you're looking at your manager after he puts somebody like Robbie Ray in a situation they have never been in before in the first playoff game that the organization has been in in forever. There's got to be a little questioning of the leadership at that point, no? There's no question about it. Like, the coach or the manager in this instance is supposed to put players in position to have success. How can this guy have success if he's never been in this role in his entire career? Mm, Hate it. It's a bad look. They're done. Respect it. Next! If you had to put money on any team to win the World Series right now, it would be the Dodgers. Respect it or check it, Chris Canty. Respect it. And I hate to do that as a Yankees fan, but I don't have confidence that this season is going to have a storybook ending. And maybe for Judge when he gets to the winter meetings and hot stove and all of that, because he's going to get his money. But I don't think this year is going to result in a world championship for the Yankees just because I don't trust the bullpen. I don't trust the bullpen. And I don't know, Carlin. I know that everybody's saying the defense is supposed to be improved. IKF boots a ball yesterday. Josh Donaldson gets caught in between the bases. Too many of the little things. Yep come up for the Yankees for me to have the belief that this is going to be the season that they get it done. So, no, I got to check it. I, I'm going to respect it. And I, I thought the Dodgers looked very, yeah. very Dodger-esque last yeah. night. That just, you know, with Urias and, and starting pitching and, and just, you know, they get clutch hits. It's what the Dodgers do. They're just a winning winning formula they just have a winning formula is there a with scarier that lineup in baseball no 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 but no. you just had me thinking though like with aaron judge losing but cashing in like that's a children's book <laughs> look kids <laughs> you end up with a pot of gold at the end of the rainbow there you go your team may have lost but who cares you got the cash <laughs> next yeah, tomorrow will be Aaron Judge's last home game at Yankee Stadium. Chris Canty, respect it or check it? No, Ooh. I'm going to check that. We're going We're going to the CS now. Give us a little credit. They'll take care of business against the Guardians and mm. be in the CS. But, of course, who will be waiting for us in the CS? Dusty Baker and the Houston Astros. And for whatever reason, the pinstripes get shook when they see the Astros in the other dugout. And so I, I just – it's almost like I could have seen this coming before the start of the season. Like, this would be the team that would once again keep us from getting to the World Series and extend the drought that we've had from a World Series going back to 2009? 2009. Last, last, team, last yep. time we've been in the World Series? So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to check it. Um, I, I just – they're not going to lose to this team. Yeah. They're, they're not going to lose to this team. And if they did, it would be one of the all-time Yankee nightmares, frankly. Oh, my God. That would be – could you imagine disaster. losing to the Guardians in the DS and then losing Judge in free agency? Wow. Could you imagine that? That's a double kick in the pants right there. 
I mean, somebody's head has got to roll. Somebody's head has got to roll. <laughs> Cash, you know, you know that, that, that new contract that you wanted? Nah, I don't know about that. You know, do you think there's anything to the fact that his deal's up? I don't. I think he's going to be back, no matter what. We'll, I see, think how, we'll, see, we'll, see, how, we'll see how this goes. He Next. might be back. Yeah. Next. Yeah, so we're waiting for Braves to Philly start. Uh, you know, any point tonight would be great. Mm-hmm. The Braves' young core is basically all locked up except for, like, Dansby Swanson. So the Braves will win another World Series with this core. Respect it or check it, Chris Carlin. Yeah, I'm going to respect it. They just locked up uh, Strider the other day. I gave him a long-term deal mm-hmm. and a bargain at that. Yep. Um, I, I don't I, – I love what the Braves have done. I mean, just great young talent, great young pitching – uh, even if somehow they lose this series, which I think they might. I, I do think they might lose this series. Yep. I like Zach Wheeler today an awful lot. That was our play of the day at plus 118 on Caesar Sportsbook. Uh, I absolutely believe that. the. I, I'll go as far as to say this. The, the Braves that were supposed to be of the 90s, the all-time dynasty team, right? Yeah. They won one. Yeah. This team will win Multiple. This team will win two or three at least. This is a really good baseball team. It bro. is. This is a really. I mean, think about it. You got Wilson Contreras, Ozzy Alves, Austin Riley, Ronald Acuna Jr. I, I, this is a really good baseball team. And they already won one without this, this, Acuna. This, I mean, yeah, Mac, Max Fried. I mean, this is. A, and think about those contracts though. The Ozzy Alves contract. The, maybe not the Austin Riley because Austin Riley got a bag, but. The, the Ozzy Albies contract, the Ronald Acuna contract, those are steals, Carl. Absolute steals. Steals. Absolute steals. They're in a great position. Yeah, they're gonna, yeah, I have respect. They're going to win multiple championships. Next. Yeah, let's do a little college football. Expected to be a mayhem moment this weekend when Tennessee plays Alabama. Mayhem moment brought to you by Allstate. Get protected from mayhem this year when you switch and save with Allstate. So, the, Bra- uh, the Tennessee Volunteers will cover plus seven and a half at home against Alabama. Chris Carlin, respect it or check it? I'm going to check it. Wow. Now, full disclosure, I can't stand the University of Tennessee. Can't stand them. What did they do to you in Knoxville? Let's just say that uh, the Rutgers current head coach... Uh, ran through some issues there a few years back when he should have had the job, oh, if you'll remember. Gotcha, gotcha. And I absolutely hated the way that whole thing went down. Mm-hmm. And even if I had not known this guy, I would have hated the way that all went down. And they just don't have my respect. So, yes, is there a little bit of bias in this? Yes. If you got hate in your heart, let it out. Yes. <laughs> but I, in actuality... Like, this is a game to me after what we've seen from Alabama so far and what happened last week. This is going to be one of those weeks of practice that's going to be absolutely brutal with Nick Saban. <laughs> they're going to they're beat him. That all sounds good, but unless Bryce Young plays in this game, Tennessee's going to win. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Tennessee's going to take care of business. And you said how much is Alabama favored by seven. in this game? Seven? Yeah, I would. I would. I would. Seven and, a half. seven and a half. Got the hook. Wow. I, I I would actually tease that down to a money line and take the Tennessee Tennessee Volunteers. Mm. Herndon Hooker. There's a reason why he's top five in Heisman voting. Just saying.